local. Live and local. This is Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins. Sacktown Sports taking you up to 2 p.m. As we start to talk King Sons. But before we do, a little bit of Shohei talk coming at you as well. But before we do, that's right. It's time for part two of our Skid Row Ticket Giveaway. Live Nation has teamed up with Sacktown Sports for your chance to see Skid Row at Hard Rock Live December 16th. For more information, visit SacktownSports.com. We're doing it right now. I picked yesterday, Chris Watkins, what number will be the winner? Caller number five. Cinco, cinco, cinco. That's Fox number, right? Cinco, cinco, yes, sir. There you go. Caller number Fox. Caller number five, 916-339-1140. That is 916-339-1140. If you want those tickets to see Skid Row December 16th at Hard Rock Live, Nate will take care of you if you are caller number five. Not Mambo number five, caller number five, (laughs) 916-339-1140. And the Suns, Chris. Yep. A very, 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 very confusing team. Yes. What are your initial thoughts on the Suns? It's a little bit like uh, the Pelicans where – you don't even really have a full grasp on what the team's going to look like because they haven't been healthy. I still believe that that Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Bradley Beal haven't played a single game together, all three of them. So Right. Was it, was it one or that one got canceled or that I one think, somebody ended up dropping? I think Booker ended up not playing that one <laughs> and then Beal got hurt in that game yeah, and then they yeah. never ended up coming together. And so, yeah, I mean, it's – They've played a lot better than what I would have anticipated just because I would have thought that when you bring in – because it wasn't just like they brought in a big star and it was, oh, we have to we have this team and now we have to integrate this big piece into what we already do. This was like a complete reshuffling of the deck. They get rid of Chris Paul. They get rid of DeAndre Ayton. They pretty much overhauled their bench completely and right. really only kept KD and Booker um, and – you know, I kind of thought that was going to lead to a month or two of floundering about. And they kind of have a little bit. I don't think they've been as dominant as what I think some people might have thought they could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, this team is is really, I mean, if you look at it, Kevin Durant has been otherworldly this season. He I, has. I don't know if enough people are talking about it. Yeah. Because this dude is, what, 35, 36 years old. Mm-hmm. He's been playing in the NBA, what, he, he was the 08 draft class? Mm-hmm. Like, it's been a while since Kevin Durant entered the NBA, and he's shooting something near – he's near the top in the NBA in three-point field goal percentage. He's averaging near 30 points, might even be over 30 points a game right now. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant has kind of single-handedly kept this ship afloat, mm-hmm. and it's it's incredible to see. Like, the guy is, is on – I don't want to say a different level, but a level that I don't think we – I definitely didn't expect him to be able to be at at this point in his career, especially 
on the other side of two pretty serious lower body injuries. Like yeah. I, I just didn't think at 36 years old, Kevin Durant, and especially LeBron, but Kevin Durant, I can't believe he he's holding up as well as he is right now. No, I mean, some of the moves and, you know, it's giving me hope with what I got going right. on in my Achilles. <laughs> some of the moves last night, I'm thinking, man, KD is... And he's a seven-footer. And he like, got banged, up. He got banged up last night, too, and stayed mm -hmm. in the game. Yeah. And the same way Keegan Murray came back. So this in-season tournament has a lot of a, a lot of players Acting showing different. that they yes yeah. that they really do care. You know, it's it's interesting when you see the the players that get added to cool. these rosters, and obviously they aren't aren't playing much, and you just think maybe it's because of where they are. I'm be honest with you, in Brooklyn, and they and the Suns got this guy because of their time in Brooklyn. Watanabe, I yeah. thought was a good pickup, and right. he can't really seem to get on the floor yeah. for the Suns. Really, with these injuries, it's almost as if. Some of these deals get done, and and you think, okay, and they have what well, they have bull bull too, yeah, bull, and he bull, can't get they on got the Chimezi Met too. They cannot get on the floor, yeah, so they were throwing flyers out there. Yeah, they were throwing flyers, and I, I don't know how that works. If hey, are, is it are they not getting on the floor because they're just not very good, or could yeah. I, I would feel better about Watanabe than Bull Bull? Absolutely, and yeah. I think I'm he surprised could, Watanabe's not getting minutes. Honestly, to be honest, yeah. and and you know they're they're right there hanging with you. You see Grayson Allen with 21 yeah. last night, KD with 31, Devin mm. Booker with 21, and I think the word on the street is Devin Booker is kind of playing injured as well. Interesting, and he's and he's fighting through yeah. it. I know he had eight points a couple days ago, and I hit you yeah. up thinking, what the heck is going on? <laughs> so. Everybody is dealing with something, and a quiet night, only nine minutes for Josh Okoge. But that's another just – let's just throw an athlete out there. Let's just throw an athlete out there yeah. and see what can happen. And and when you get up against the – you know, when you yeah. play the Kings, you think we just have more athletes than you, and we're going to be able to, to do some things. I don't know, man. I think this could get sticky yeah. for the Kings, and I would have sure. loved – it's not even that the Kings get the thing about – and I know why they did it, because you don't want to put the – you don't want to put the team at a disadvantage who did play on a later date, but it's really the Kings got one extra day off, but you right. got to travel yeah. anyway. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. So you're, you're dealing with the team that by, by the time Friday comes around, I think that the Suns will be very focused. I don't think they will be dwelling or anything like that. Katie has already said that he is, you know, excited to see the rest of the in-season tournament. He thought it was great. So right. they're going to be zeroed in and focused. Yeah. And we, I, we have it's to look up. It's also the first time they're playing each other. Too. First time they're playing each yeah. other. We'll have to look up what the injury situation was with Katie, but he never left the game. I did hear on the broadcast that Bradley Beal at the earliest, it would be next week. I think even mm. to just resume activity. He ain't right. playing on Friday. He's that's all. Three that's all games this year. Right. That's all we have to know. So, I think the Suns. I'm just kind of a worrier anyway, but sure. the Suns do do worry me. When you, whenever there's a team with with multiple All NBA players that you have to defend, yeah. I'm thinking right now, who the heck is going to guard Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant. I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> That's what I've. I and feel this like isn't I've a been Kings shouting. thing. No, absolutely not. But the, I mean, but it also at the same time, it kind of is in the sense of. Just like we say, it's not just the Kings thing that they don't have anyone to throw on Zion. Just like mm -hmm. it's not just the Kings thing that they don't have anyone to stop Paul George and Kawhi and mm -hmm. LeBron. But it kind of is because, yeah. again, some teams at least have the names that we're saying to put on each other or they have a version of Jared Vanderbilt or they have some mm -hmm. defensive stopper that they like to throw out there on those guys. And the Kings just don't. They just don't have that guy. And so that's what makes it so tough. But it's also... You know, like I've been saying, and again, I, I said I'm going to continue to say it, 
Kevin Durant's going to get his. Like, he's averaging 31 points a game. I mentioned his shooting splits. They're even better than I thought. So we've all heard of the 50-40-90 club, the 50% field goal, 40% from three, 90% from the free throw line. Kevin Durant right now is 52 from the field, 50-5-0 from three, and he's shooting 89.2% from the free throw line. That's insane. So he's 50-50-90. Like, I mean – He's going to get his. You know Devin Booker is going to get his. He's a bucket. Those guys are going to combine probably for at least 60 points. Mm-hmm. Okay? that's that, You just got to submit that, and if, they, if they're under 60, great. Obviously, he did a great job. This, again, comes down to the Eric Gordons of the world. You mentioned Grayson Allen last night having 21. Mm-hmm. You know, the they, use of Nurkic is a big body. We talk about the, the Sabonis kryptonite Are, you, are guy. you worried about Sabonis and Nurkic? No, I think Nurkic is soft, yeah. thankfully. I think Nurkic is one of those big, towering guys who actually isn't really built like that. So I'm not really concerned about Sabonis, but again, more so from the, from the defensive end for the Kings, you got to slow down those other guys. You cannot have Eric Gordon, who's had a great season. Feels like Eric Gordon's one of like the most underrated guy. Like he's had one of the most underrated careers yeah. of this generation. That guy just keeps getting buckets, even at his. I think he's like 34, 35 years old. Um, might even be older than that. He's 34. 34 years old. Yeah. He, he's been in the league forever as well. Um, you got to slow those guys down. You can't let Grayson Allen have a 20-piece. You can't let Eric Gordon have a 20-piece. You can't let Yusuf Nurkic get a double-double. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's how the Kings have to try and approach that Phoenix game because actually Devin Booker is somebody who the Kings have at least bodies to throw at. Like Booker doesn't really fit into that freak mm-hmm. category when it comes to his his physique. You know, he's yeah. a, he's just a six-five, six-six really good bucket. guard. Yeah, yeah, you can throw a. Worst case scenario, the Kings have thrown Kessler Edwards on him before. Mm-hmm. If you're really concerned about slowing him down, you have Chris Duarte, who would be a body that makes sense to throw on him. Maybe even Keegan, who knows? Um, but KD's the one where it's just like that guy. That guy's gonna get his, and you just got to try and limit him to like. I I really think like under forty with how he's been playing this year, he will not be afraid to take over that game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pick your poison. That's what the West. Every other right. Western Conference team like is, it. right? And you could even say that about the Kings to some degree, Absolutely. just depending. It's just all right. all based on jump shots. And some other teams, Devin Booker is going to get to the line. Kevin Durant is going Sheesh. to get to the line. And they get to the line. I, I would never call Kevin Durant any type of no. free throw merchant. He just gets to the line. Because Both of you them can't, are at eight a game. Yeah, you cannot guard him. You cannot guard no, you him. Can. So I, I think it's going to be obviously tough for the Kings. And you just don't want this thing... To snowball, you know, we've talked about right. how much they have cared or did care about the in-season tournament. Well, it's over now. Yep, you lost, and they got a tough schedule ahead. To your point, like you can't you can't dwell on this, and like you said, you can't you can't let this snowball because, you know, you got you got uh, Phoenix today. I think you know on Monday you've got you've got a uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn's an easier opponent. Mm-hmm. They're they're a scrappy team. They're around five hundred, always hovering uh, somewhere near five hundred this year. Uh, they're ten and nine right now, so again hovering above five hundred. Um, that's not a, a, a terrible matchup. It's not an easy one, but it doesn't help that it's a back to back against the Clippers, and then uh, again the Kings kind of just have a, a rough stretch of games leading up till Christmas. You don't want to get to Christmas and then be at 500 or no. a couple games below 500. It'd be great if the Kings could be two, three games above 500 and then hit that uh, stretch of games immediately following Christmas where there's 
five to six cupcake teams where you're talking about where the Kings can make their run. Where does the run happen? That's where it happens. So you just got to, in this in this moment right now, you just got to try and, you know, stay above water, really. Yeah, and you have you have two back-to-backs coming up. Really? Oh, prior, to, prior to Christmas. You have the Nets-Clippers back-to-back. So you, on Monday, you're in Sacramento, and then you fly down and take on the Clippers, and then you come back. That's Monday, Tuesday. Then you come back and take on the Thunder. Then you get a little break with the Jazz and the Wizards. And then you have the Celtics the 20th on Wednesday. And then after that, you have a back-to-back with the Suns on Monday. Friday. The Suns on Friday and the Timberwolves on Saturday. At home, but... Yeah, and that three game stretch specifically is where I'm looking to say you one. better be you better have some clearance above 500 because I wouldn't even be that upset if the Kings go one 0 3. 0 oh, yeah, 3. I'll say 1 and 2. If you, yeah, if you go 1 and 2, I'll take that with a Boston Phoenix Minnesota in that Phoenix Minnesota being a back to back. That's brutal. That is absolutely a a killer stretch for the Kings. So, yeah, going into that with only Three more games left. So you have Phoenix on Friday. You've got uh, Brooklyn, L.A. on. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a couple more games. There's five you or so You get a little games, break. Yeah, you get a little break with the Jazz and the Wizards. You got to beat those teams that you're supposed to beat. You got you to gotta take care of Brooklyn. You got to at least take care of that Utah-Washington before you go into that stretch of just just the best teams in the league. Right, and, and beggars can't be choosers, but you definitely don't want to mess around, and I would even say be in close games no. In, no. against Utah and the Wizards. You need to just take care of business early because we can't sleep on the Thunder either, no. who they have December 15th before yep. they have those games. All right, got to get to a break. When we get back, continuing to talk, King's going to talk some Brock Purdy, some Niners as well, and a little comparison. Which side of the fence are you on? Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Sacktown Sports. Check us out on YouTube. Search Sacktown Sports and subscribe. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. And we got a question. I guess I have a question. Uh-oh. Don't want to scare anybody here. Nate, you're going to be a part of this conversation. So I want to ask this, and maybe it's a much easier conversation. Maybe it's a quicker one than I initially thought. So here we go. Okay. Who is more important to their team? Oh, geez. And if you're listening to the crossover with Jason Ross, you heard this already, but we want you to be a part of it. 916-339-1140. Who is more important to their team? I'm actually going to throw a curveball at you. Uh-oh. I'm actually going to throw a curveball at you oh, no. at the last second. Oh, yes, no. I am. Because uh, that's a splitter. A, no, oh, that's geez. what's the problem. In the pre-show, you guys said it was too easy. <laughs> no, the first Okay. Oh, no, sorry. now I have sorry, a third sorry. version. Sorry, now sorry. I have it. Now I have <laughs> a third version. Who is more important to their team? <laughs> DeMontis Sabonis or Brock Purdy? I was thinking about this one. Um I I, I, I okay, mean, that's tougher than the one that we initially had. I will I'll, I, I'll give you that. I think uh for me personally it's who I'm uh, 
I mean, I I will say I'm a bigger 49ers fan than Kings fan. Okay, well, you so didn't this have to is, say that, but thank well, you. Well, this is like what this. are you choosing then? <laughs> like are you, aren't you asking No, just who do you think is more important? I, I think it's it's tough because would you say who's more irreplaceable? Can whatever, I change the word? Whatever you want to what however you uh-huh. want to take that. Um it feels like for what the Kings are trying to do, I would say Sabonis is a little bit more irreplaceable. I would say it's harder to find somebody else in the NBA mm-hmm. who does what Sabonis does. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I would say. Is that it? Just in terms of big men who pass at the level of Sabonis, like if if you were to, if the Kings had to pl- replace Demonis Sabonis, really Nikola Jokic, Shangun, yeah. Um, you know, there's maybe like a couple other guys who could do versions of of what Sabonis does, but it wouldn't be nearly at the same level. Feels like Brock, again, not to bring up the entire Brock Purdy conversation within oh, it. Oh, no, we are. But, you know. No, 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 go he, there. <laughs> there's probably more uh-huh. guys who could replicate what Brock does given all of the circumstances involved, whether it be coaching, whether it be the the – uh, player personnel around him. Mm-hmm. It just feels like there's probably more quarterbacks out there that could replicate what Brock does than big men slash centers who could directly replicate what Sabonis does for this very specific team. As yeah, yeah. That that's so I, your I answer feel comfortable. Is Sabonis. With, yes. Yes. I would say Sabonis is more important to his team. I'm gonna take the other side. I'm gonna go Brock. And I know uh, in the pre-show, you went, Chris kind of made the joke of like, oh, position, you know, it's the most important position in sports. It is. I mean, mm-hmm. it is, without a doubt. I I might just be scarred from last year. Uh, I don't want to see what Sam Darnold can do. No offense to Sam. He's got a cannon. Hey, hey bet Mayoko said Human he's the greatest machine. greatest thrower in yeah. Niners history. He said that or some crazy. That was a great like spiral. That. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. Tight spiral. Um, do tight spirals win you Super Bowls? I don't know. But Sabonis can be. There's, I'd say there's a lot more better players than Sabonis. Mm-hmm. This is such a good question, Alan, and it's it's really stumping me. But I think my my gut wants to say Brock Purdy. Because of the position, mm-hmm. I don't have an entire debate ready to go for this. Uh, but yeah, that, I mean, that's really all. I don't have much to say. But yeah. I'm curious what you think. Well, you know, I get why you are get, having flashbacks to the NFC championship game. It was also a situation where. Also, Jimmy Garoppolo going out, like seeing Niners quarterbacks go out. Seeing Jimmy stink for the Raiders does not help Brock Purdy's argument. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. But but all and also, if that's your only argument, though, that's silly. And also, the idea of no offense, Josh Josh Johnson, shout out Oakland, shout him out. That guy is not good. He's not, right. Not I mean, great. if you were to rank backup, he was really your third string. I mean, well, he might have even fourth. been fourth or he was fifth, fourth. right? So, all things considered, fourth. So, fifth was McCaffrey, right? So, we didn't really see the backup to Purdy when Purdy got hurt. Now, it obviously wouldn't have looked like that. But is it crazy to bring up, you know, 
when the Eagles did what they did and Nick Foles came in and they won a Super Bowl. Right. And I would say that Nick Foles, right, and that maybe that was just the stars aligning for Philly. Right. But Could that was probably backup, right. tougher, a tougher situation well, than what Brock had to come into. That's happened before, too, with uh, Phil Simms with the Giants in the 90s, I believe. And Tom Brady, right? Mm, coming in for Bledsoe, not not the same way. Like, those guys got hurt late in the season. I right. think Bledsoe was early. Yeah. The uh, I want to say that the Phil Simms thing happened in the playoffs. Phil Simms goes down. I believe it did, yeah. But, he, I mean, he is like a game manager. It's Brock Purdy is... Better than Phil Simms, I'll say that right Whoa. now. Relax. So, yeah, yeah. It is a. It, it's a. It's. It's a toss up. It depends who you ask. Maybe throw it on the in the YouTube chat as well, Nate. And that's a wild question. The answer. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, you have the answer. The answer is Sabonis, but it's going to sound disrespectful to Brock Purdy, but it's not. To Chris's point, it's just. Sabonis' importance, especially even if Alex Len was playing. Right. Right? You take Sabonis, you, you swap Sabonis and take him off this team, and he's on the 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 injured reserve, or, right? yeah. you know, he can't play, right? He's injured for whatever. Season's over. The season I, is over. I can over. confidently say the season is right. over the season, For point. all the Halliburton jokes and things like that, it's tough. It's tough. But the answer is Sabonis just based on – just based on the roster construction. Yeah. And, you know. I mean, and Kyle Shanahan plays a factor in that as well. Like, the fact that you can just – it's just it, – again, it just feels like you can Band-Aid the situation without Brock a little bit easier than the Kings would be able to Band-Aid the situation without Sabonis. Like, Sam Darnold's definitely not a, a franchise quarterback. He's proven that. But he can complete passes. He's not Tim Boyle. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you can move the ball. Now, are the Niners – to the elite level that we've seen them? No, but do you have to be elite every single week to win the Super Bowl? I don't think so. Like, yeah. we've had – I mean, it's been a while since we've had a, a, a quarterback that I think we would classify as not one of the elites actually win. You know, Jared Goff went to the Super Bowl. Matt Ryan went to the Super Bowl and yeah, got MVP about as close season. as you could. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And even then – I'd say like Flacco, say, Manning, Eli Flacco, Manning. Flacco, right. Yes, Eli Those Manning two, that for early sure. Yeah, it, it's more about – who their backups are, to be completely honest right. with you. That's what it is. And that's not to say Brock isn't worlds better than – I don't even than, think it's about who the direct backup is. Again, like my initial argument was even league-wide. Like yeah. I think you can – Tua can do what Brock can do. And we uh, have some sound from Michael Parsons on that. You know, yeah, uh, we can go down the list of I, – I don't want to say <laughs> – I don't know how to list mm-hmm. players that mm-hmm. are, uh, you know, your your Patrick Mahomes is your – yeah. Your, your, I don't want to say you're actually good. Oh man! <laughs> I just mean oh, you know man. your your, tra- your traditional yeah. quarterbacks. You know just, your traditional top level quarterbacks. I see right, laser eyes right in the back laser of my skull right now. I feel out. it. Just give, you're wearing the jacket today, so I guess it's fine. Yeah, just win me right. a Super Bowl, guys. Right. That's well, it. All I was gonna say is that Brock Purdy can probably, or, or Sam Darnold can take you to. I would say the NFC Championship with this roster and probably yes. lose. Whereas I believe uh, Brock Purdy can win a Super Bowl. Yeah. So Bo, I think take- Sam Darnold could win a Super Bowl. I really like. I think that Sam Darnold winning with this with this Niner team could win a Super Bowl. I, I don't, don't think know. it's out of the question. Dude, anyone could. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. That's anyone what I'm could. It's it's if so we're playing a universe a hundred hypo- times, yeah. like 
I, I think the Niners it. were Sam Darnold win. 15? That's what I was going to say, 10. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think that's out of the question. Like, their yeah. defense is good enough. They have enough playmakers to where it's like, you ju- you don't need to dominate. You just need to be He's, just good enough on that problem. day. That's the problem. That this is Brock Purdy's going mean, to have to deal with we this. We almost saw Chad Henney. Didn't Chad Henney win yeah. a playoff game last yeah. year for the most part? And then part? they they yeah. blew off the concussion inspection right. on Mahomes after he shook. Yeah, like when he took a step. Yeah, well, I don't think it's out of the question. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's not likely. Brock Purdy, he wins MVP. It doesn't matter if you have the hardware. You win MVP. You win Super Bowls. People did the same thing with Tom Brady to a lesser degree when it was, hey, is it Tom Brady or is it Bill Belichick? So right. Tom went to. Tampa. Now, Tom went to a pretty rough division. I know Drew Brees was around, but rough division, and he had all the weapons, but Tom did want to break away from that. And now, well, you know, I'm talking to different people, and now all of a sudden, I thought you weren't going to be able to keep Debo and Ayuk. We did conversations about that. Now, all of a sudden, people say they're going to be able to keep both. So maybe this is a world that we'll never have to know with Brock Purdy losing someone, but we did have a meal on on Monday. Something is going to get lost. Something's got to give. Will it be enough that it affects Brock Purdy? Are you going to lose Trent Williams and Debo at the end of the season? Probably not. And you might already have a Super Bowl by then. I mean, the Niners are much better than every other team. And I think that's that's what your point is, too. We're talking about a team that is just much better than any other team Mm -hmm. right now. And it's not particularly close. You know what I'm not going to say? I'm not going to say Marcus Mariota is. We got that that sound, too. And the bottom line (laughs) is you take some bonus off of this team. And I don't know if they're making the playoffs. I don't. I just I I don't think so. I mean, we've pretty much seen it. Right. Like before Sabonis got here, it was it was a slightly different team, but pretty similar. I mean, Kevin Herter, I I don't know. I get maybe not. Kevin and yeah. Keegan were kind of the key additions with Sabonis. Yeah, but yeah, it's not like they were that close to being a playoff team. Pre, uh, no, that's true. Different coach though. Maybe that's yeah. not a good. Comparison. All right, got to get to a break. We will read off some of your answers when we get back. Also, we have De'Aaron Fox. Contract news. That's right. Not breaking news, but it's not not breaking news. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. Sackdown Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m., Having a nice conversation about who's more important to their team, Brock Purdy or DeMontis Sabonis. Let's see what some of the answers say. Pretty split, Chris, to be honest. We have the poll going on the YouTube. Be a part of that as well. And we have Dwayne Baker saying Sabonis. Scooter916 saying Purdy. Manny Too Legit saying Sabonis. CK916 asks Fox or the entire offensive line? Yeah. I, the entire offensive line? or We just replace it. But that's the problem. You replace yeah. th- them with a a bad offensive line, right? right? Or the who, the, the Jets offensive line? Right. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> running for his life. <laughs> Poor Zach that's Wilson's why, That's why Zach Wilson doesn't want to play. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. I so, believe that. Uh, I think it can go in a couple different directions as we – Talk about De'Aaron Fox here, and Chris, you saw a report yeah. about De'Aaron and an extension. Yes, uh, this just came across my my timeline here. Uh, this just came out, uh, came out like, man, this this just came out actually mm-hmm. uh, from Real GM. Um, they say De'Aaron Fox 
uh, turned down a two-year, $105 million extension before the start of this season, uh, sources tell Chris Haynes of Bleacher Report. Uh, two years is the maximum uh, that the Kings could offer De'Aaron at this moment in time, and De'Aaron turned it down uh, in hopes of making an all-NBA team again this season, which would make him eligible to sign a four-year Supermax worth approximately $245 million. Uh, and, of course, De'Aaron is represented by none other than Mr. Rich Paul. Oh, they're going to get the money. Yeah, they're going to – they know what they're doing. They're going to find they a way to get the money. very much know what they're doing. Yeah, and the Supermax thing is a term, and a lot of people, oh, you know, who deserves it, who doesn't. I don't know how many Supermax players there are right now if we were to do it that way a lot of it has to do with 61 timing. million dollars per year by the way just did that math that's a lot of money that's 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 a lot that's of money nothing. that's not nothing that's what De'Aaron wants to sign for that would be the super max extension that if he makes an all nba team he will be eligible to uh to make up to or an average of 61 million dollars which would probably end up scaling out like low end 55 maybe 58 and then topping off somewhere near 70 so that's well that's I don't a nice know, chunk of change i mean i'm looking here i don't know who else is i don't know who else is up for a supermax but that would that it would should destroy. be a lot of people okay so it's so a lot. like jason tato everyone who's in his draft class should be right because uh, right now steph so everyone we're gonna do the same thing we do in the nfl there's gonna be a bunch of broken records yes at the end of the season, because Steph Curry is leading the charge right now, making fifty-one, almost basically fifty-two million, right. this year. Yeah, and it's, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, and and then you have guys like you know Jalen Brown who just signed his, his contract extension, and he's going to be making upwards of like sixty million dollars. So, the, yeah. like you said, the entire NBA salary cap is is going to be broken here pretty soon. I'm looking, yeah, in the 2026-27 season, already Damian Lillard's owed sixty million dollars. Giannis is owed fifty nine million. Uh, Anthony Davis fifty nine. This is where the Jalen Brown contract comes in. He's making fifty seven million dollars. So yeah, De'Aaron at sixty or whatever it may be is. It sounds high right now, but even then, uh, in a couple years, that's going to be pretty much the going rate for a top 15 guy in the league. So I'm looking here, it just in terms of the top 10, you have Paul George at number 10 making 45, Kawhi Leonard making 45 at 9, Damian Lillard making 45, Giannis making 45, Bradley Beal making 46, Joel Embiid making 46, Jokic making 47, LeBron James making 47, Kevin Durant making 47. Bradley Beal, that's crazy. Yeah, the Beal contract's nuts. That's that's one where I mean that's that's why Phoenix got him for what they got him for. It was pretty much Phoenix having or I mean it was honestly Washington having to pay uh to take Bradley Beal off their books because $46 million is just an anchor that you cannot, you can't avoid in your salary cap. And that's going to be the problem with Phoenix moving forward. I mean, mm -hmm. is they're going to have to rely not this season, but next season and the season after that until the Beal and, and KD contracts are up, they're paying three guys like a total of, I, I don't know. I mean, if I'm looking, KD makes 45, Beal makes 45, 
Booker pretty soon here is going to be making I think forty or fifty million dollars. Mm-hmm. So I mean they're they're paying three guys pretty much one hundred and fifty million dollars. They got to fill out the rest of the salary with I think like under a hundred million. So it, it's Wantanabe. It's going to be tough. I mean that's right. that's going to be the the struggle with building, and that's why it's so unfortunate that they haven't even uh, been healthy enough to play together because those three pretty much are the entire team. You have three teams here. That have two top 10 contracts. Yeah. The Clippers, the Bucks, and the Suns. Yeah. One and of those things is not like the other. No. At this moment in not. time. Yeah. The they're Clippers not. situation is not as going as positively as those others. Well, look, and maybe they feel they're, they're making the exact same amount, actually. To the, they're both making 45.6. Right. And then the numbers, they're making the exact same amount of money, Kawhi. And Paul George, and I'm sure, and Giannis and Dame, They're and both, Giannis and Dame, yeah, they yeah. all make the same dollar figure. That's funny, yeah, and you know, it's just one of those things where it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be in the runnings. As we as we know, the Clippers they haven't been able to do anything, but I do yeah. think the this is the year that they're going to say that every single year. Yeah. I'm looking at the Bucks. And this might be one of the most interesting Eastern Conference Finals. I don't know what you you have to come out of the East if you're the Bucks. I think it's more important for the Bucks to come out of the East with the move that they made than it is for the Celtics. I think so too, because yeah, the Bucks made a little bit more of an all-in move, and mm-hmm. you know they they fired their coach who has been successful and and kind of scapegoated him a bit, and then mm-hmm. yeah, you make this big splashy move for and Dame, Dame is thirty three. Dame's exactly Dame's up there, so his clock is ticking as well. Um, and yeah, I mean they, they were the aggressors mm-hmm. in in the in the moves. I mean the Celtics were more than willing to just kind of sit back and and run it back with Jalen and Jason. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah, they brought in Porzingis to kind of flip things up a little, but they, you know, send out Marcus Smart as well. The Bucks are the ones who decided to change everything. Mm-hmm. They they let go of Drew Holiday, who's a guy that everybody kept telling them, I think you kind of need that perimeter defense. Uh, and they let him go to the – I mean, by extension, they let him go to the Celtics. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, if the Bucks don't win – there's tons of criticism going to come down their lane. Of course, if the Celtics don't win, people are going to be on their helmet as well. Like people are going to say, you know, Jason Tatum, how much help do you need before you eventually end up actually winning? And, you know, the Celtics, of course, just in general, are going to carry a certain weight. But the Bucks have made it clear this is their all-in move, and they've got to show that it was the right move to make. Like, to your point, there's a lot more pressure on that Milwaukee situation than that Boston situation because – Boston has time. They can they can figure it out. Jason and Jalen aren't going anywhere. But, right. You know, Dame. You mentioned his age is getting up there, but you know, I, Giannis can can. We saw Giannis kind of start to tiptoe this off season around. Ah, I want to want to get out of here. I, I I can't remember. Did he? I think he might have signed an extension. Uh, it might have been a, a small extension right. this off season, but. Uh, you know that that situation can can change as well. And Giannis is still what is his birthday today? Twenty nine years mm-hmm. old. He can still ask to go to another team at some point in this run. So they they have to get this situation right. You have to. And Giannis, I, I don't know, man. I mean, look, he is a Greek freak, but he's twenty nine now. Freak. I don't know how long he will be able to to go at this rate, yeah. right? I mean, he he right. doesn't really have a jump shot. Yeah. He's Giannis the opposite. Bagless, right? That's yeah, what, Giannis that's what Bagless. He is the opposite of when people say, 
oh, well, his game will translate. Giannis's game at this point in time, I don't know. Now, I don't know when he'll slow down, like a LeBron James or something like that, but LeBron can shoot. Yes. So I I think that's the difference. And then real quick, Chris, just for those that might be curious, if if De'Aaron Fox doesn't make All-NBA and he's not eligible, he would just get a normal – Extension. I believe so. Yeah, I I think it would just be you're not. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the dollar figure would be, but it would be substantially less. Like it would probably be maybe a what they tried to offer him. Yeah, 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 something like that. Um. So yeah, it, it would it would still be significant. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Aaron Fox would not be struggling right. out here right. in these streets. Right. But instead of an average of sixty mil, he might make you know fifty four, mm-hmm. maybe even fifty. Uh, I don't know the exact specifics, but yeah, I mean. You know, for, for I think if the Kings should be more than uh, happy and more than willing to give De'Aaron that contract, if De'Aaron uh, gets that contract, it's probably because the Kings are having success and he's earned it. So I, I've got no problem with that dollar figure being thrown out there. I know it's going to be a big sticker shock to a lot of, especially you know, a lot of older fans who have mm-hmm. seen Michael Jordan make one million dollars in a year, a and now time. it's like De'Aaron Fox is making sixty-one million dollars yeah. per year. But yeah, like you said a different time you just got to kind of it's not easy to do even I struggle with it trust me but like yeah you just got to kind of get adjusted to seeing those numbers being normal there you go got to get to a break when we get back starting to talk a little bit of Niners and we go around the NFL and NBA Styles and Watkins Sackdown Sports Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking up to 2 p.m. And to start the show, really, we were trying to figure out a name for our YouTube chat. And it doesn't have to just be YouTube, it'd be our texter as well, as well, just the chat in general. So Chris has been really trying to use Chat GPT and AI, and I don't know why. Maybe I'm more get off my lawn type <laughs> here. So Nate did some digging and found a generator and generated some names. I used GPT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we want everybody to be a part of this, especially if you're in the YouTube chat or also on the text line. Nate, you name them off. We'll see what everybody likes. Okay, I have eleven here, so I got wow. some choices for you guys. Okay. It might not work. You know, it might be a little too corny, but we'll see. Okay. So we got. Sacktown Sports Squad, Sacktown Sportsters, Sacramento Slam Crew, Sacktown Strikers, Beam Blazers, Beam Brigade, Gleam Guardians, Spectrum Squad, Glow Gang, Torch Team, Beam Bunch. What did you put in? (laughs) I wanted alliteration with, uh, uh, I'll read exactly what I put in. Give me one second here. I put in, give me 15 alliteration names for a group of people based off the name Beam. And I also switched that with Sacktown Sports. Beam Brigade wasn't terrible. Yeah, they're pretty much all corny. No, I think you got to put in something with chat, too. What do you mean? Because it is a chat. Because this just sounds like what we were were doing for Kings fans. Yeah, well, what do you, like, this is just... (laughs) Put in Sacktown Sports chat. Okay. Name ideas. Give me 15 alliteration names for a group of people based off Sacktown Sports chat. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's throw that in. 
Let's see. And then it's going to give me 15. Do you want me to read all 15? They can't be worse than what you just read. Yeah, they're pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) They can be. I bet they can. Okay, it gave me Sacktown Sports Squad again. Sacramento Sportive Society. Okay, that's terrible. Okay, it's I'm doing listening. the same thing. Oh, you like that? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. The Sacktown Society, Sporting Sacktown Syndicate. No, the word syndicate is cool. I like the word. Slamming Sacktown Squad. No. Whoa. Sporty Sacktown Society. That's kind of a throwback to Sporty Eleven Forty. Right. Mm-hmm. Sporty Sacktown Society. Sacramento Sports Strikers again. Sizzling Sacktown Sports. Sacktown Sporting Spectacle, Spirited Sports Squad. No, Jesus. These are all, I mean, synchronized sports society. Okay, Maybe take the alliteration out. No, keep You don't it. like the alliteration. I thought the alliteration is key. No, it doesn't have Not to if be. it leads to I this. want something. I want to play <laughs> on Breakfast Club. But we're like a lunch squad. A brunch, brunch squad. Yeah. The brunch squad can't be the brunch squad. Yeah, we, I want we do not want to club. promote people Brady, talking Brady more about food in the chat, please. No, I... <laughs> So we already talk about food Toasters. enough in the so, chat. Something with club or society. Not I like bean society. bunch, then? Not bean bunch? Bean bunch? Bean brunch. Bean brunch? No. Now that's good. I'm out on all this. Yeah. It's yeah, this is it. really hard. I don't love it. Even with the help of robots. <laughs> it's not easy. Hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't think it has to be alliteration either. Okay. I think it helps, like, obviously, for, for it sounding good, but feels like you can, I don't know. Sacktown Dog Pound. It's not bad. I don't I don't hate that. It's better yeah. than It's too long. That was off ones. the top of the dome. Yeah. I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. What about chat <laughs> oh, SAC? SDP. Chat SAC? Instead of chat GPT. Uh, Welcome to chat. chat it's, not, it's not terrible. It's, See, it's, yeah. it's not terrible, but... I think None. someone in the chat said, yeah, what about... Oh, it was Joe. I said chat KNG. At the beginning of the show, I said Sacktown Lounge, and they kicked me out of the booth, and I was not able to finish the segment. I don't <laughs> hate it. It's just because it's it's not like a chill... I mean, it, it's... What's def- up, loungers? Yeah, like they... What's up, Sacktowners? They want to get intense about sports in there a lot. Sack Chat from Scooter916. Sack Chat's good. Sack Chat's I not like bad. the Sack Chat. Makes it sound, uh, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe not. I don't know. Sack chat. The sack chat's going crazy it's today. It's not bad. I'm, it's I, not bad. You already got Snapchat too, which is already like you know, a little bit of like, you know, it sounds Follow right. Follow the sack chat on Snapchat. Yeah, that's, you're asking for a headache. And we there. can have a snack chat. Oh All my right. gosh. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate sack Dump chat. Dump that. I don't hate sack chat. I like sack chat. Sack I think that's working for bad. me now. The sack chat's going crazy because I'm tired of saying the YouTube chat. Sacktown loud. I like sack chat. Okay. <laughs> it's, sack yeah, it's your guys' show. It's up to Chris now. I like sack chat. All right, that are the sack chat. I like sack I'm, chat. I'm 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 putting it in. I'm going to file it with the government. Okay. This is the sack. The chat. patent has been S A C C H A T. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Sack chat. Two different words. The sack chatters. Two different words, but when spoken, it sounds like one word. Yeah. And you have to clarify It's the sack that. chat. Yeah. Yeah. The sack chatters. The chatters. The chatters. The chatterers. Uh, <laughs> I would just say the chat. The chat. The sack chat. The chat's going crazy. Sack chat. 
I think we're in. I think we're in. Sack chat rolls off the tongue. I think people are are liking it in here. I think that's fine. You know, I I think this is gonna work. Okay. I think this is gonna work for it you. It doesn't guys. have to be perfect either. You know, yeah, it could be, no. be workshopped. I things feel like all, the sack chat. In the beginning, things never feel right. Right. So you gotta get that waiting period, that limbo through. Yeah. And when good. I wake up tomorrow mm-hmm. and we we see everybody waiting and you open the doors yep. to the sack chat. It's not What's bad. Up, sack chat. It also sounds really big. Like, you know, it sounds like, you yeah. know, part of part of marketing is just hey, you got to make want, things. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we want everybody here in full effect. It's not everybody even about. Everybody from yeah. the sack chat. Yeah. We're going to be at Golden One. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's not even yeah. about, like, it's not even about sports necessarily. It's just all Sacramento can hop in it. It's a sack chat. You know, it's almost like a, a Discord channel. That's right. You know? That's right. And yeah. we can talk. Yeah. Just talk sack. There should be a Discord. That it, would be toxic. Yeah, that would. Be <laughs> we got there. We got there. We got there. Scooter nine one six. Wow, you are the sack chatter <laughs> of the day. There you go. The sack chat. We gotta get that sponsored by something. That's true. What would be a funny sponsor for that? The sack <laughs> chat. I can think of a couple. Sponsored by Babel. Ed. By ChatGPT. Uh. By uh, what's the? Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Got to get to a break. Yeah, we probably should. When we get back, we are talking Micah Parsons taking a shot at not just one but two quarterbacks. Does this guy ever stop? Doesn't seem like it. And there is a tweet of all tweets that shuts down all the Brock Purdy haters. Styles and Watkins and the Sack Chat. The Sackers. Sacked out the Sackers. Sacktown Sports. <laughs>